0: already shown you two types of caching in previous episodes. There's page caching and fragment caching. Now I want to focus on the third type of caching, which is action caching. So let's say I have this index action here which lists the products. Let me show you that real quick in the browser. Just listing some products. And let's say I want to cache this entire page. So to do that I could use page caching, but the problem with that is that right now we have this little before filter here which gets triggered called authorize. And this makes sure that not every public user can access this page. So if we end up using page caching, uh, that'll be a problem because um, that'll bypass Rails entirely, and that will mean every single public user can access this page because this before filter won't be triggered anymore. So to solve this problem, we have action caching, and that basically behaves just like page caching except it uh, processes any before filters and so on. So let's define action caching here, just cache as action, and then pass the name of the action you want to cache. And if you have caching enabled in your environment, like I showed you before, you just uh, reload here, and then let's make sure in our log uh, real quick here, and it says cached fragment. Okay, so it's working. Let's reload again, and we get kind of ugly output but uh, basically it's telling us that it's re- re- returning the cached fragment instead of going on through the rest of the action. Now, you won't get as great performance as page caching, but it's better than nothing. So, okay, so how do we expire this cache? Well, like before, we use a sweeper. Um, you can see I set up this product sweeper here already. So. Uh, If you want to see how to set up a sweeper, just check back in previous episodes, I think it's episode 89, I show you how to set up a sweeper. So I have this product sweeper here, and then when we want to expire the cache, you just call expire action, and then the path, so let's do products path, the path to that action. All right, now every time the product gets updated or changed, it will expire that index cache for us. Okay, so this is all pretty basic. So, and I don't wanna make you feel cheated about this little simple episode. So let's add a little twist to this topic and look into making conditional action caching. Now there is a plugin out there that allows you to do this, but I wanna try to do this in just a Rails core itself. So let's add a little scenario here. Instead of calling authorize before filter on the index action. Let's skip that. So um, skip the index action for the before filter. So that way, all public users can access this. So let's change this behavior up a little bit and make the page look different for administrators, for example. So to prepare for this, I'm just going to uh, add a little method down here called admin. And for now, I'm just going to return true. All right. And to make this available to all um, views I'm just going to call helper method and that way this method can be accessed in the views. Um, So that way I can hide these edit and destroy links if if the user is not an admin so only show them if the user is an admin. So I just hard-coded this admin set to true but of course you can add whatever logic you want in there. So let's see how this works. Reload here, and we got our edit and destroy links. Uh, Let's set it to false. So the user is not an admin, but we still get our edit and destroy links. And that's because this page is cached already, and we're seeing the edit and destroy links from the cached version. It's not actually processing the page again. So let's make some conditional caching logic so the page will look different depending on if the user is an admin or not. So to get around this, we can actually use the cache path option here. Now we can just supply a static uh, static path, and it's kind of like the identifier in fragment caching, Um, basically where this cache is going to be stored, uh, the name for it. But instead of supplying a string here, we want to make it dynamic depending on whether the user is an admin or not. And to do that, we can pass a proc. And that supplies a controller, and we can add our logic in here. Now I don't like this approach. It's kind of ugly in this one line right here. So I want to show you a little trick. If you want to supply a proc to um, an option like this, you can actually use the symbol to proc method. So let's supply a symbol. Let's call it index cache path, and just call to proc on it. It's basically the same symbol to proc technique that's used in iterations, um, like the each method you've seen it with the ampersand and so on. So, this means if we have an index cache path method, this method will be called uh, every time to determine where to store the cache. So, then we can add some logic here. If the user's an admin, let's store it in, let's say, admin products. And otherwise, let's store it in public products. So that way we have two different locations depending on whether the user's an admin or not. So let's try this out. Reload. And notice the user's admin is set to false. So that works. Oops. And set admin to true. And we got the admin links uh, there again. So that's how you can do conditional action caching without using any kind of plugin, with that cool little symbol2proc method. And of course you'll want to change your sweeper to expire those two separate uh, locations instead. Just do admin products and then public products. There we go. All right, and that's it for uh, this episode. This episode is sponsored by Peepcode. Please visit peepcode.com and check out their latest screencasts on Ruby on Rails.